So welcome everybody to Fireside Chats, The Art of Timing. And um, we're delighted to be here today. We switched up the time, so we're here in the afternoon for us. It's a beautiful day in southwestern Ontario. And uh, Fireside Chats is where the mystical meets the practical. And this is really an invitation to um, come and join us in the liminal. And the liminal is in betwixt, in between. It's the place where um, it's the both and, not the either or. So we really invite you to have your mind be where it needs to be, and then open up to your other senses, consciousness, awareness, and everything else that is a part of who you are. So you are a being, you have a personality, you have a body, and there's this entire amazing um, consciousness field of energy, consciousness, space that we are also a part of that is highly influential in our lives. So just really inviting you into this space and initially just be present with your body. Take a couple of deep breaths and allow your body, your spirit, your being to be here fully in this moment. If you have any distractions, just take care of those and connect with your body, your sweet, beautiful body. Find your feet on the floor, your butt in the seat, your hands touching your body, whatever that is that you need to connect with your body, okay? And just allow yourself to be present in this moment. And the moment is the key word that we're going to be talking about today, the art of timing. Well, I will pass it on to you. Ta-da! <laughs> what was that? Um, Svetlana, can you mute yourself? Yes. You know. Thank you. Yeah, and whenever you want to talk, you can just unmute yourself. And uh, this is very free-flowing, so it's a, we'll talk a little bit and then we'll open it up for questions. So which is before we dive into the timing, um, really encouraging you guys. This is fireside chats, not fireside lessons or inspirational talk or anything. It's really about us co-creating it. So ask questions, contribute. Let's have that flowing. Okay, don't be shy. You can turn your camera off if you're too shy to be seen. <laughs> Cool. So um, actually the, the, the art of timing partially comes from Wanda actually keep asking me, can you talk about timing? Can you talk about timing? So last fireside chat, it was just there. So we ran with it. And when you look at timing, of course, one big element comes up. What is time, right? So time is really a human construct that helps us to navigate in the tapestry of possibilities unfolding within space. And whoa. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> and um like our awareness, our consciousness is kind of part of this whole creation. And what we have 
done is that we have limited ourselves so much to the linearity, the if-then, the yesterday, today, and tomorrow in our experience. And we only give ourselves access to the present moment, which again, here we are in the liminal. That is all there is, the present moment. Yet, we have access to the past, to the future, equally as we have access to the abundance and the riches and the information, whatever we like to tap into, of the present, right? We can access the tapestry, not just the present moment. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's really the, the art of timing is to... Um, you know, recognize that that time as we know it is this linear structure. But when we're being in the art of timing and we're being our magic, it is all of it. There is no, there is no definition between past, present, future. And that's the space that we're inviting all of us into playing. And like with anything that has anything to do with the liminal or the magical, your mind cannot fathom this because your mind, as we are using it currently, is built one, two, three, four, right? One comes after the other. If then, your mind processes stuff and it does not have an ounce of creativity or anything magical as such, even though it can be part of it. It's not about eliminating the mind, but we have been functioning so exclusively from the mind that we have denied ourselves the really the abundance or the affluence of being able to play in the whole tapestry of timing. And I always like to compare it to being in the ocean. Uh, there are many ways of being in the ocean, but what all of it has in common that the ocean gives birth to waves and valleys all the time, right? It's a constantly moving um, organism. And that's like life. Life is a constantly moving organism that gives birth to itself all the time. It destroys, it gives birth, it maintains, it nurtures, it has so many, many facets to it. And we are like this little bit being experiencing all of this. And what we're doing is we're trying to calculate where's the next wave going to be, right? How can I ride this wave best? And that's not really working because the mind cannot comprehend magical or the vastness of creation. So the art of timing is that invitation into almost like, I like to call it a full body awareness of the present moment when something is possible and when it's not possible, right? To be so intimate with the moment, to utterly surrender to the vastness of your creation and to be in total allowance with whatever is unfolding that you are actually able to be aware when that yummy moment is when you can ride the wave or if you want to have that experience when that optimal moment is that that wave hits you on the head and tumbles you all around 
<laughs> right? It's not just about riding the wave at the ideal point. It is about being present with the experience because your being doesn't have a judgment about your experience. The point is to experience it to the fullest, to allow your experience to turn you on to just celebrate the, the diversity of what is. And I mean, I do like that optimal point to hit the wave mm -hmm. in the right moment and to surf and it's just like, boom, when my desires are fulfilled before I even have them, that's, that's for me what I'm going for. But there are people that don't go for that. <laughs> Why? I don't know, but I have seen many of them. <laughs> okay. So does that give you a, a bit of a picture of how we play, where we play, what, where we're coming from with the, with time and timing. Can I see some nods? And, and well, oh, I have a question too. Um, yeah. If, if you have any um, stories or sharings of when you had that like great art of timing, I mean, we all kind of live for those moments when you just go, yes, I nailed it. This is awesome. And then we kind of beat ourselves up when we missed the art. You know, there was no art. It was like a total flop because we missed that, that um, possibility in I that moment. I can go with my head through the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and, and we really want to open that up to, it's, yeah, it's really cool when that, that happens and you create it and you write it. Um, but also looking at the other side when you, when you flop and, hey, what, what, what was the gift in that? And, yeah. <laughs> my experience has been that I get into that synchronicity where, where things just show up that you didn't worry, you hadn't even formulated in your mind that you wanted when I'm in a state of joy. Hmm. Money shows up, opportunities, people show up that are just the perfect thing at that particular moment. Yeah, that's so cool. Hmm. Now, just to be in that space of joy all the time, what would that be? Not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, perceive how your body is in that moment when that happens. Yeah. Not because it happens, but before it even happens. Can you perceive that there is like something where you're utterly present with your body and with all of you? Yeah, it's a lightness. Mm -hmm. Cool. So how would it be if you have that as your new baseline? Like waking up in the morning and finding that lightness. I'll vote for that. Cool. Anyone else have something to share? I do. Um, this talk that you've had the past few months on the liminals fascinates me because in September, I uh, my car was breaking down. She's 20, was a twenty year old Camry, and I said to her that morning, I said, "You have to show me how to get a new car because." I'm not, I don't know how to do this right now. And I had been refusing up to that point to get a loan or anything like that. That evening, my daughter had called me to pick her up at work and I left the house. And I swear, 
somebody else was driving my car because I was in a car collision. It was like my body, had, I had been taken out of my body, I was there, and then I was put in afterwards, which wow. catapulted the whole thing of timing, getting the new car, getting everything else, and being in this state of absolute, like for the last six months, no fear, but not understanding it and not because it's so unfamiliar. And it's just like that, okay, am I adrift? Was I lost or am I lost now? But I think it's a freedom that I've never tasted before. And, and so I've been questioning timing a lot because it's like time no longer exists for me. I don't see the clocks. I don't understand what they're trying to tell me. My client sessions come and go. People come in. It's, I'm in a totally different paradigm mm -hmm. that I can't even put words to. And uh, I keep thinking, uh, my mind keeps saying, you should be freaked out. You should be worried about money. You should. And it's like, I couldn't care less. It's just not there. Wow. So I find this, this fascinating because, yeah, you're talking about this co-creating, which I, was a state I wanted to get to more fully and be in ease all the time. And I notice right away if I'm not in ease because I get the crick in the neck or the sore shoulder or something, and I just have to go back into being present. What are you telling me? What are you saying to me? And how do we shift through it? So it's been... I want to say an eerie, weird trip the last seven, eight months, but it feels more normal than all the striving and wanting and everything I was in before. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Wow, Thank is, you for sharing yes, that. Yes, that's putting it all together in so many ways. Um, mm -hmm. And that, that, like that feeling lost, but you're also found. Um, and, and the mind is always trying to understand it, is always trying to figure it out. And that's- It's always trying to make a problem out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole thing with time, like I should, you know, I should live with the clients. I should be focused on time and all of that. But somehow it is, it is working out. It's shifting and moving and you're the energy. They pick up on it and boom, they're there and then they're gone. And um, this is, this is the, the word that you use that I love is affluence. So affluent has the word fluent in it, like mm -hmm. affluence and living this affluence with all of our resources, time and timing and money and all of that. I'm not mm -hmm. really sure what I'm saying, but I'm in the, in the flow. <laughs> what you just said was profound. Thank you. I had to write that down just now because yeah, okay. I've never looked at affluence that way. And it is a very fluent energy and in all areas. Yeah. So thank you. Yes. Thank you for your fireside chats. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for joining. And yeah, and, and when we're not in that flow, what we do is we strive for abundance or an, like riches and wealth, but there's always this something that's missing, right? That it leaves us always with the hunger because we are innately built to be sovereign beings i never know how to say that sovereign beings in communion with the awareness of of that creation of the tapestry of life or the organism of life so that's what we're going for at least some of us <laughs> right also something that i found very thank you for bringing that that story to this um when you look at that how you said you were not in your body and you had an accident, your mind probably would have tried to avoid that at any cost, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're always trying to hit the optimal point and we have so many judgments on that optimal point that it has to be that tipping point where we can serve ideally. But sometimes we do get hit over the wave. Sometimes we get thrown in the air and picked up by a dolphin, right? But the mind cannot fathom that. And that's where these elements of surrender 
and allowance come in, which does not mean that you are a victim or a dorm, doormat. It means that you are totally willing to be present with what is the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful, no matter what, without making it right, without making it avoidable or anything, but really being able to be present and aware of what is actually unfolding, what possibilities are coming forth, and where can I direct my energy? And the thing is, it's not necessarily your cognitive mind that is doing that. It is, that's why, yeah, the full body awareness is so important to allow that. And full body awareness means, yes, you're aware of your pinky toe and of your energy field too. Embodiment is not just a physical reality. It's all of it, right? Your emotions, your feelings, your, your body, your energy field, all of it dances together and full body awareness is that presence with what is. And it's being in that flow or that fluency that, that you guys are mentioning. Yeah. I remember when I took access and I think it was like six or seven years ago with you that put me in a state of awareness or gave me more. And over the years it's given me more, but I was still always doing it from here instead <laughs> of just existing with it. It's, it's so hard to describe, but it's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something I want to say about, um, you know, <clears throat> what you asked for. I'm just using this as an example, like, okay, car, show me how to get a new car. Or, <laughs> you know, we ask to get, ask for something. And I realize even in myself where I can't, my mind goes, jumps right in and I don't even want to ask because the only way my mind can figure out is that I'm going to have a car accident and I don't want to <laughs> have a car accident to have, to get a new car. It's crazy. I just have to, to share that. So how our mind goes into these. And, and the, the, the important point here is that we stop asking because, yes. and, 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 this, and this, has to do, um, this has to do with time and timing. Like when we're out of the mind, we can open up into timing. When we're in the mind, we're in the time, right? So we're, we, we're trying to figure it out. And, it's all it's all connected <laughs> where's where's a joint i don't need a consciousness right <sighs> oh, funny and anyone else have something to share what is this um wake up in you it's sort of a short story but with the move, you know, you have just the, like the kitchen was full with boxes and my dishwasher was getting full and I needed, where the heck is my dishwashing material? And as a sudden I opened the box and there it is. Uh, <laughs> I said, okay, I really needed you. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> Love it. Oh. Rosemary, you're back. Let's try that again. Nope, still can't hear you. Not sure why. Um, so, yeah, how would it be if we lived like that, right? If we are curious, asking, being the question, not just asking the question. And this is, again, comes back to this 
full body awareness, full body being, which we actually have a class coming up next week, <laughs> the new beginning with the body, which is all about that, that embracing all of you and being present so that your body almost takes you to that box. Right. And shows you where it is. And I sometimes like to compare the body to the lighthouse. That's really a boat in the ocean of creation. It's not stuck in, in that uh, on an Island, but it shines a light to your cognitive awareness, not your cognitive thinking, but your cognitive awareness of this moment in time that allows you to have a totally different um, experience as if you were constantly aware of everything all at once, right? There is a sweetness of possibilities and wonder and awe in that beacon of light that our body can be. But what we do, we so override that with all of our judgments and our expectations and um, not caring and really avoiding intimacy dynamically because we might have an accident or we might not succeed, we might fail. And therefore, I'm just like rather living my small little tiny life unaware of what is actually possible. Or like addictions... Mm -hmm. over over medicating like just numbing out so numbing out to what the body can show you and mm -hmm. what awareness can show you mm -hmm. i just thought of a, a cool example when um we have a couple of dogs and um we used, they used to get sprayed by skunks all the time and we were very unaware <laughs> of, of that but one one night we were sitting out on the back deck and uh we just we just got up, we brought the dogs in and we didn't even know why we both, we both um, operated in, in unison, didn't even think about skunks, weren't even, but just, okay, let's go inside. Now it's time to go inside. We went inside and there's goes a little skunk walking across. And it's when you said that thing about that full body awareness and the dishwashing. So just like, it's, it's that, that's that flow. And, you know, we call it a miracle when it happens because we're, we're probably not picking up on all the times that it is happening all the time and we're creating it. It's a co-creation. Mm -hmm. Totally. I love these stories and what they bring forth. I see Rosemary back. <laughs> oh, in the moment it's not uh, good. Yeah, we can hear you now. It does not like the timing, <laughs> <laughs> but we can hear you. We can hear you now. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, always when I plan something, it's a, a travel or a, or a, a bus um, session or something. Um, in the moment, there is oh, there's so much to do, and uh, the yeah, everything in the mind. <laughs> and then I, if I say it's enough time, you can go. Uh, how it went <laughs> and everything is good and with access I learned this also mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. be more aware of uh, there, there's nothing it's easy beautiful it's, yeah very beautiful I, yeah I like this <laughs> mm -hmm. it's a different way of living for sure yeah yeah mm -hmm. thank, thank you thank you yeah 
which leads me into another story and also a little bit of a different um, slant because time is not just about our timing is not just about hitting the right moment it is also giving us access to yeah the affluence of the whole tapestry so for example um, when I was living back in Findhorn in Scotland there was a moment where I was cleaning a ballroom with a big one of those big mops right those and I was just all in there by myself in this huge hall Victorian room with big windows sweeping away and suddenly I became aware of the girl that I used to be and how she was struggling with her difference and being aware of so many different worlds and not understanding why doesn't anybody else see that? Why, why do people choose to hurt themselves so bad? And that, oh, that, ugh. and I could be present with her in that moment through time. Time somehow in this linearity didn't exist. And I just really took a moment and beamed, bead the energy that she required back then to not give up, to never give up. And I literally could feel my body in the present moment shift and change. It was a very, very physical experience. But so I was able to access the abundance of the present moment and make it available to something that I was in the past. Get the energy of that. We're not limited in the affluence of the present moment. We can have that affluence flow through time, right? So what I also often do is ask a future possibility to contribute to me now. Because things have already happened in the future. So, hey, contribute to me of how is going to show up? What can I be? Who can I be? What do I need to do? for that to come actually to fruition. Now we act like the future hasn't happened yet when we live by time. And the past is done. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the art of timing is also about tapping into those potentials, possibilities, and all of them exist in one way or another. Again, this is the liminal where the and, not the either or, does not compute with the mind. Okay? Does that, does that give you a different playground again? We're lifting basically linear time, the spell of linear time, and creating like this organism that is multidimensional. And we have the utter luxury, honor, and pleasure to be able to play in this organism as sovereign beings. Okay. And yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and do you can you know this without understanding it? Is there a part of you that can connect to this energy what Sabina is talking about that you just know this? And if so, then um just, you know, celebrate that and enjoy it and um yeah, it, so many of us, we think we have to do something with this awareness, but just really be with it and allow it and, and 
and perceive it and then it will grow and it will you know these moments and the the future the past all, all of it ceases to exist and we're in this beautiful i love the word tapestry mm -hmm. like this tapestry that's weaving and you know pull a thread here and there's a new thread there and uh, that's when life can be so magical mm -hmm. And and how many of you are almost obsessed or very convinced that you have to clear things out of the way before you can be in this affluence? <laughs> clear it with the big, the sweepy broom, everything. Clear it out of the way before you become exactly. <laughs> aware and realize. Not that... Clearing is a bad idea, but like when there is a um, a poop pile in my living room, which with dogs and cats sometimes happens, <laughs> unfortunately, I clear it out. Absolutely, you bet. But when I'm walking on the beach and I see a pile of poo, I usually don't clean it up. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> right? <laughs> But so many of us have this belief that there is something innately wrong with us. Okay, we're coming back to the original sin. We're faulty by default. That is something that we do have to clear out. But not by doing something, but by celebrating the affluence and the beauty that is gifted to us in every moment. So when you're having such a good time and say you have um, something going on with your body or so and you're just really turned on and you're celebrating living, how much does that something with your body bother you? Do you let it bother you? Zero, right? Yeah. You don't let anything get in your way and that is a way of clearing that is very, very dynamic. Instead of going, hmm, that, go, to be so turned on that it goes away by itself. It literally, and then when you hit, when you find a poop pile in your living room, absolutely clearing it out and dealing with it and letting it go, brilliant. But I see so many people believing that we have to correct ourselves, we have to clear ourselves off things, that they're stuck in exactly that. Of course, you guys aren't. <laughs> but be aware that the most powerful way to embrace the new is by being it. And, and raising your vibration, lifting, lifting your vibration, whatever it takes. This is, this is our new thing lately is just whatever it takes, raise the vibration. It's not about get my thinking more straight or get my head on straighter. It's lifting that vibration, that energy level that um, can, because when you're vibrating at that high level, like literally all of those goobers and all of the stuff that gets stuck can literally clear and go away.
or it just uh, becomes irrelevant. It may still be there, right? There's, there's people who, stupid people or things, people <laughs> say stuff in the piles of poo, they're there, but they just don't become relevant anymore. Mm -hmm. And then when they are still there and they are still relevant, then, then clearing works absolutely or letting go. Yeah. Right? I have a question. Mm -hmm. It brings up something uh, for me is I've created a class and uh, then realized that that class would like to be way bigger than what I created it. And so I took time and just was with the class. And what I got was to drop the significance that I had assigned to the class wanting to be bigger and to be in allowance of letting it unfold in whichever way it would like to unfold. And that may be different every single time I teach or facilitate. Mm -hmm. That's great. That significance piece, right? It's mm -hmm. a big yeah. hook. So is that also on some level, I'm wondering because he came up with your conversation about timing, <laughs> is there also an aspect of timing in it? Is there? I'm getting a yes, and it doesn't make any sense. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and see, how much have you considered timing as that right moment in the right time? That sweet spot in the way. Exactly, where you can get something right. Okay, got you. What if timing yeah. wasn't about getting that sweet spot to get something right, but being at that sweet spot of being turned on no matter what? Yes, oh, and that's the vibration that like you're, everything hums and sings. That's what we do, and we misidentify it as I got it right. Mm -hmm. It's a way yeah. of being. It's a, it's a, mm, yeah. that, that's, that, that's what we're built to do, to be, really. But we're cute and <laughs> not necessarily bright. <laughs> don't ask me why, but we do. <laughs> Thank you. That, that was a great question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So. There is also in, in that affluence, affluent play within the tapestry of all of creation and playing with the art of timing, I often see a fear in people coming up of the responsibility and the, they would be overwhelmed by the possibility. So they go back to their manageable life. Okay, can you guys relate to that? No, nobody. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, of course, in your head, you can solve it and say, ah, I can conquer this and all that. But what it actually is, is that your body, your, the, on the cellular level, is so used to vibrating at a slower frequency that allowed you to be in the body for the longest time. 
but in case you haven't noticed times are changing we're kind of ramping the energy up even the the schumann frequency which is the frequency of the earth is cranking up or is is very flexible it was for the longest time the same and now it's like whoop, 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 really playing around so how about when you wake up in the morning really allowing your whole body to know hey let's let's go with the new embrace the new energy embrace that um yeah different frequency not necessarily higher or faster yeah. but the flexibility you don't have to just be one thing the joy of embodiment is also the experience of it and experience comes from discovering new things and like allowing the future where you already have that to contribute to you in the now moment to shift into that new way of being of being playful with vibration yeah and allowing the magic there to unfold how, like how many of you have the sense of a future possibility where you are wealthy you have all of your needs are met and everything is in a flow like you know that deep in your bones and what would it be like to allow that future possibility to contribute to you in this now moment and to flood your whole awareness with this, right? Just because it isn't happening yet, then we, we can bring it in. But I just realized that it's not just <clears throat> the past and the future, past experience and future experience that contributes. It's also parallel, because we don't only have the timeline as such. It's like that's that's really pops it out. So what if you could access, like in the Matrix, for those of you who've seen it, right? Hey, I need to fly a helicopter. Don't know. That was Star Trek. <laughs> that, that was you, past yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. No, that was actually in Matrix. Sorry? Yeah, that was Yep, it was the Matrix, but touching yeah. my uh, communicator is a Star Trek. <laughs> oh, I'm mixing my um, what's, what's real, what's made up, what's you know, but in the Matrix when um, uh, in uh, Trin no what Trinity Trinity needs to is it Trinity? I don't know. Uh, yeah. she needs to fly a helicopter, right? And she just asked for it to be downloaded. That's that's what we can do but it's not okay then i will have when then i will know how to fly the helicopter because that's not what this is about it's about the joy and the exploration of okay i wonder how that's going to show up so with your car jesse mm -hmm. right i wonder how that's going to show up i have no clue my personality has no clue how that shows up but let's be surprised and find out how this is going to unfold what was really surprising is when the police came and everything, the policeman took me in his car and he said to me, he says, I really hate giving you this ticket. I don't want to give you this ticket. It's $400. Promise me you will fight this ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. And I went, I can't. The evidence is here. I hit this car. And he says, no, promise me you'll fight the ticket. And then out of the blue, I don't know this man. He says, how much are your sessions? And I said, excuse me? He said, how much are your sessions? I said, an hour. He says, fine, I'll come in twice. That'll cover it if you refuse to move the ticket. And I'm going, 
Where did he just get that information from? What is going on here? And two weeks later, he showed up at my door at five in the morning with paperwork in his hand. I come down in my pajamas. He's looking around my lobby because it is set up like a sort of a lobby for a, a waiting room for a treatment center. And uh, he's looking around. He says, I just wanted to tell you, I apologize for not getting you the paperwork. Um, but we were having trouble with this other guy's insurance. He didn't have any, so it's a bit of a mess. And I sort of looked to him and I'm going, I, do I really need any paperwork? Doesn't that just go straight to insurance? And it was like he snapped out of something, woke up, looked where he was and said, oh, you're right. Okay, goodbye, done. <laughs> and the day I showed up in court, he was sitting there. He got up and left. And when it was my turn to come up, everybody's going, oh, I saw him here. I don't know where he is. And they went, we'll go find him because his, you know, people are here. And he didn't show up. So to me, it was all orchestrated somehow differently. And just my mind boggles if I even try to figure any of it out or make sense of it. It's just like, okay, it was meant to be. And it took me out of the striving and put me into this unknown, unfamiliar place, which I'm enjoying. Because it's not <laughs> about receiving, it's, but it's about me taking time for me. I got the physio to start getting exercising and things and taking care of me instead of this constant chase after money thing, which I knew I shouldn't be doing, but I was stuck in doing for 60 years. And it was so convincing yeah. to do that because that's all we know. That's what we're trained in. That's what we're trained in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how many, for those of you who run businesses, how many classes have you taken to, to get it right? Even the <laughs> spiritual ones, right? There's there or consciousness ones. I see so much striving for getting it right. What if it was about the experience and the freshness of the experience? Mm -hmm. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're, we're really, Sabina and I, just more and more into the surrender, the being, rather than always having to create, create, do, do, do. I mean, create sounds exciting, but there's also a beauty in receiving and receiving is a creation, mm -hmm. right? So it's just- That's a whole different paradigm. That's another one of your, my brain won't be able to take it today. <laughs> Good. Good. You that's, fry your brain. That's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> cool. I want to hear from you guys. What's, what's, what is bubbling up? Are there questions? Are there more stories? After all, it's fireside chat. <laughs> Don't be shy. <laughs> Too frightened? Maybe. <laughs> no more questions? Do you have any practical questions about how do you live this in your daily life? <laughs> oh, good. Perfect. <laughs> well, feels, feels like jumping every single time. Feels what? Jumping. Like jumping. Mm -hmm. Jump, jumping. Because we're so entrained into a certain and then to just, okay, I'm jumping into whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And and this is because I do believe in the pragmatic as well as in the magical. Those go hand in hand for me. It's nice and fine when I have I can mentally masturbate about the possibility, but it becomes real when I actually allow it to be with my whole being. Like mm -hmm. and that takes some 
I don't have a word for that. It's not commitment. It's not some discipline. It's just that presence, really. So if you're interested in the art of timing and the living a magical life, it is really about inviting you with a fierceness, inviting yourself into the impossible, into the liminal. And that, that's where the discipline comes in. When you, try, when you find yourself trying to figure something out and digging yourself a little, little hole into the linear and into the limited, to take a moment and literally just take a breath, bring yourself here and remember that lightness we talked about with Malia's story in the beginning. It is literally bringing yourself back to your lighthouse, your whole body, your whole expression of you in the present moment. Even if that hurts or is uncomfortable, there is a sweetness even in that. Find that sweetness and, and then allow all of the future, past, different parallel realities to contribute to you in that moment. And then you only need to be aware of what's next. And even if that is get a glass of water and have a zip of water, which often actually helps because water connects you to that fluency, <laughs> right? So play with that and allow yourself to be that fierce. How would that be? Would that create a different reality? And without having to struggle like, oh, I have to do this and I have to do another and to get rid of another goober, no, I'm still not there. No, you're there. All it takes is you being present and, and that, that, that fierceness. You get that energy of that, no, I'm going to make this happen. Or yes, I'm going to make this happen. <laughs> and the other thing that was coming to me is the, the power of the fool, the energy of the fool, which we did a talk, a fireside chat about that too. And just that, when it gets too serious is to go to, to lighten up and go, okay, so how can I, how can I play with this? Like, even if you're in the, in dire straits financially, if you're in, you know, body pain, which, you know, many of us are, we've had real challenges with this. What, where, where is the fool? Where can the fool enter? Where, how can I play with this? And that's, that will have the both and yep. I'm, I'm in a big pile of poo right now and I'm having the best time of my life, mm -hmm. right? What if you could embrace both of that all at the same time? This is, this is the gift. This is the art of timing. That's where the liminal opens up the magical because mm -hmm. you're not trying to get it right anymore. You're just being present with what is. And thus you're opening up also the art of timing. Enjoying life, enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, I can't count the projects that I have started where I was aware of a possibility, but I wasn't aware of the timing of it. I've started film clubs, exchange things, and many very creative projects that were just before or not in its right time because I have ways to make it happen, right? But it was, it turned out to be just a hot fart in the wind and didn't move and shift anything. So 
instead of doing that, what I'm doing now, when I have one of those ideas or when something like that comes forth, I'm, I am with it. And I allow myself to just be present with that possibility. And by me being present with it, it can unfold in ways that my mind cannot figure it out. What I used to do is I have an idea and I almost immediately turned it into what I could facilitate in a class. For those of you who facilitate, when you have an awareness, how fast are you turning that into a possibility of how you can share it with the rest of the world? Is that a German trait? <laughs> a what trait? A German trait? I don't know. I met no. uh, several other no. kind of cultures that have that too. <laughs> It's, because I, I relate to it really well. <laughs> it's, it's, you want to you want to be the first, right? You want to be the first with an original idea, and you want like I think so. Yeah. I, it's like you you want to be out there, and you want and you and you're so excited, and it hasn't it hasn't had time to percolate. It's in that idea stage, right? See that the American is the first, the German is just the best. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> funny, but it's like no matter what it is, it's like how would it be if you were present with it, like really intimately present, and allowed it to be without doing anything about it, unless you just have that irresistible urge to really play with it in that way there's nothing wrong in turning that into something else when something comes to you and it's not just about classes you can facilitate that's just something that i relate to i i know artists who have like this um inspiration amuses kids kisses them and they, they immediately have to translate it into action same kind of dynamic if they were a little longer with that it can ripen it can germinate it can pop out in a different way and sometimes it's now right it's really that playing with it but most of us don't allow ourselves that creative tension and to not just yeah come to an orgasm right away but playing with that sweet creative tension do you get that yeah that's that's part of the art of timing as well to allow that dance not just immediately come to what it should be at the end. And there's another, there's another piece here that <clears throat> when you were talking about having all of these ideas and you, you started all these projects and you didn't finish them or whatever, yeah. that I finished them all right, but they didn't work. Or, or when we start things and yeah, they, anyways, they're just left hanging or they don't work. What if we're, we're starting this and then someone else is finishing it. Like it's like we have a ping, we have something there and being present with that idea, that awareness, that notion, and then just being with it as a creative energy in the universe. And um, Elizabeth Gilbert in her story, Big Magic has a great story about it where she had an idea for a book and she it was just sitting there and then someone else um, took it over and wrote, wrote this whole thing. And that's what I'm talking about. Like we have these ideas, these notions, these creative energies, and we might instigate something or we might pick up something. We might be finishing someone else's great idea. So like this whole timing thing, it just, I don't know how it, it flows in here somehow. <laughs> we, <laughs> like, we, we are not like um, the same 
Like it does, it, it does matter whether Juna is doing something or I do something, but it is about the beauty of the dance between mm. all of us and not just humans, like all of creation, how it dances and plays with each other that creates such an affluent experience, which I suspect we actually all here for that celebration of the experience. And it can be a lot. Somebody mentioned ease. Um, I think it was Rosemary. It's like how much ease you can have if you don't have to, if you're not great at finishing things and you can just have someone else finish it or take your, your idea in a different mm -hmm. way. Um, and just really, what are you good at? What do you enjoy doing and have that be there for you? Mm -hmm. And what, what I just get listening to you uh, is it seems like there are globally ideas in the air. Yes. And if we pick it up and be with it, we contribute our knowing whatever it is to that idea in the air that then somebody else may actualize. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank mm -hmm. you. You 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 put it very nicely, succinctly. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it, it is funny <laughs> how you. when you look around, how many people come up with the same thing, right? Historically, even with the same inventions. And that's why claiming something as this is mine is mm -hmm. sheer impossible. Because it's it's consciousness giving birth to itself so in all the different ways. But that's another topic. Yeah, it's a different. Yeah. So do you have a better sense for timing and the play and timing? Did you, are you excited to live your magical true to you life? <laughs> the word play was the one that just being me. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Hey. Take out the seriousness. Yeah. Please. Yes. Totally. And trying to get it right. Mm -hmm. Cool. There's, and just one thing, like there's something that I often talk about is like, if you have these, the energy of these two cement walls and they, they close and then they open, it's kind of like the waves and those moments, right? <laughs> And what happens when we're, we're trying to force something, if you've tried to force something between these cement walls, your idea, your awareness doesn't get through. But when you, when you open <laughs> in that moment, you just know that moment to send that information, to receive it. But the, the whole universe is a constant kind of an opening and closing and opening and closing. And just know when you're, pushing and you're efforting and it's not fun you're probably trying to push through this but when you go this and you go whoosh, <laughs> that's when it's easy <laughs> exactly. that's the timing yes and and do keep the conversation going we're going to put a chat underneath this video in on the website so if there's anything happening, percolating, yeah. let's keep the magic of timing and the art of timing going. Also, again, next week, we're starting the new beginning with your body class, which is all about that, yeah, whole body awareness and really shifting from the limited linear 
of one, two, three with your body and the, even the idea and concept of healing into a whole different realm. Yeah. If you're interested. Yeah. We'd, we'd love to have you. We, we would love to have some more people that would be awesome. And um, even those of you who have done a ton of stuff with bodies, I know we have some amazing body experts, but you know, what would like this class, it's just three, three classes of opening up you to a whole new beginning with your body. What would that be? So that's the juicy question that I'd like to put for you and just have that percolate. And we'd love to have you join us. It's three Wednesday nights, June 5, 12, and 19. And we'll send more information yeah. in the email, of course. Yeah. And well, yep. oh, and a comment, Jesse? Um, I was just going to ask you to post the link to that as well. Yeah, we'll do. And then I was going to ask, is it in person? Do I have to go to London? Or are you guys going to do no, it online? online. It's so online. It's all of that. <laughs> it's online. Yeah, it's online. Okay. Um, and any ideas for other topics for next time? You'll think of something. <laughs> we do. I mean, we are always tuning into the energy and yeah. uh, um, it often comes from the clients and our, our talks. And um, What's popping for me is the art of play. 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 Mm. We'll take how that playfully. To, into how do I play? I forgot, man. <laughs> yeah. And in a way, playing off of Melia's is fun versus obligation. Oh, oh yeah. That's a big one, right? Like it starts... Your idea starts out as fun and then it turns into an obligation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and you can always email us or comment in the thing below in the fireside chats. Keep it, keep the conversation going. We have a fireside chat Facebook group. Which um, we're merging. We're gonna merge that to the Synergy in Motion Facebook group. So mm -hmm. we put it all together. Um, yeah. You will hear more about yeah. it. Okay. Cool. So hope this was a contribution to you guys, to more magic on this planet and yes. to more wonder and awe unfolding and sweeping across <laughs> this planet. Yes. Changing the planet through with magic or being magical. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Thank everybody. you. Thank you. Bye for now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Ciao. <laughs>